0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وصلات وسلام على رسول الله وآلنه ولا ومن ولاه اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم افتح بحكمتك علينا بحكمتك وانشر علينا برحمةك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا علم علِمنا من علمك ما طرد به عنا لا بما تعلمه يا حليم ما علمتنا انك انت الله وسلم على سيدنا we are on number 22 we are number 22 Colonel Mussonifu Rahimahola Tara, and Afanahu Yahubi Rumi Vidarin, Amin mean, Maman Nefesin, Tubdihi, Illa Law, Wallahu Kadurun, Fika Yumdihi. Maman Nefesin, Tubdihi, Illa Law, Wallahu Kadurun, Fika Yumdihi. So this basically says that for every single breath that you take, there is a Kadr. That Allah is bringing about For every single breath that you take There is a qadr that Allah is bringing about Um. So that's like basically What's interesting about a lot of these things is A lot of the language that's used now In some of these modern spirituality concepts or um, they're the same concept. So, what is he trying to get at here? One of the things that he's trying to get at is that you should be paying attention to every single breath. Basically, you should have. What they, how would they? How would they say it? you should have presence with every single breath that you're taking, or something along those lines, right? So, that's what's being said here. Even he says, "Wakala badal al so he says that the person who is aware with every single breath that they take, they recognize the change that is happening in the in the existence around them. So they're fully aware and cognizant and attentive and present with every single breath that they're taking. The person who does that. Then they are the one who is the scholar of the verse. uh, They are the one who truly knows the verse at every single moment. Allah is involved in something. And Yawm in Arabic is, you know, there's a lot, there's a number of words that sometimes uh, that in the. Translation get kind of switched up a little bit because it's hard to translate. So yom in especially with time So yom is like that and saa is like that the saa you'll see very commonly translated as hour and It's not really an hour. It's like a it's used as hour in modern Arabic, but it's, it's really like a A body of time it can be shorter or longer. It's just a chunk of time and Yom can yom can mean everything. It can mean a day, but it can also refer to various lengths or chunks of time. So that's why he's using it in the context of the person who's aware of every single breath. Then they're the one who's aware of this verse. That in every day, Allah is doing something. Which but in really, this would be like a super direct, probably incorrect, not even direct translation. But at every moment, Allah is involved. At every moment, Allah is involved. Um, so. He's again bringing our attention to all of that is ha- all that is happening, and and the source of those happenings in the world around us, from what's given, what's taken, what's opened up, what's closed, what's constricted. What's all of these things are happening at different moments, right, throughout our day, yeah. and in all of those moments, Allah is Allah is with us and present. <laughs> Uh, there's a line of poetry The commentator quotes as well uh, لو So it says that The maqadir The qadr, the, the decrees of Allah Are being fulfilled And his command is taking place So give your heart Ease from saying Perhaps and if and all of these kind of things. La is, you know, maybe if I did it this way, it would have been like that. Lo is, if I had done this, it would have been like that. So, saying like basically, the, the line of poetry is saying, whatever Allah wants to bring into existence in the world is going to be brought into existence, and whatever happens is going to be His qadr. So just give your give your heart ease, put it to rest. You don't have to worry about if it had happened this way, and perhaps it would have done this way, and so on and so forth. Don't worry about all of those moments in the past and analyzing them and thinking about how they couldn't have gone and so on and so forth but do just the moment that has to happen now um which is one of uh inshallah part of Sheikh Muslim's ongoing commentary uh, spiritual commentary on movies so you know frozen 2 <laughs> Frozen 2 she was told that uh, something along those lines right the only the only uh Uh, I forget the wording It was so good I'm gonna butcher it now Something about like The only The only thing to worry about Is the The next Correct action Like the next thing That you're supposed What was it? Does anyone remember? Seen it? Anyone seen it? Okay Something along those lines Like basically One of the main lessons In the beginning of in, In the film Is that The thing that you have to focus on When you can't see What the future is And what the future holds The thing you have to focus on Is that the next thing that needs to get done not the next thing that you want to do or the next but the next thing that you should do and needs to get done is correct thing to do that's the next that's the w- thing to worry about so th- you know that's also a concept that comes up in all of these uh, all these books I'm trying to convince her to do a, a podcast on Islamic spirituality and and movies because she gave like <laughs> she's like you have to watch it I was like okay fine <laughs> like <laughs> like to be honest I really prefer things that have violence and corruption but if that's you know <laughs> you want to watch this we'll try uh, the corruption, Yeah and I, I fell asleep a couple times but you can have an entire series on Lord of the Rings Yeah l- I mean, she you should have heard back in the day that our whole MSA West existence was a commentary on Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings when she was there So you know Avatar Avatar had a lot of, of stuff from, uh, Teledespro. Deal of Despero That's what we named our car after in Egypt His name was Despero He said that
1: When, when a heart is broken Sometimes it grows back
0: crooked Yeah, yeah. That's a good line When a heart is broken Sometimes it grows back crooked Yeah there's some good stuff So I'm trying to convince her We'll see Maybe after the fundraiser All of our life right now is the fundraiser <laughs> So that's number 22 Oh my god Okay uh so that's qadar you do know, do the do the wajib al-waqt basically the movie is about do wajib al-waqt <laughs> or uh, you know do the do the obligation of the moment number 23 <laughs> man what a complicated sentence but really nice لَا تَتَرَقَبْ فَرَاغَ الْأَغْيَارِ فِإِنَّ ذَٰلِكَ عَنْ وُجُودِ الْمُرَاقَبَةِ لَهُ فِي مَا هُوَ مُقِيمُكَ Who has the translation? Maybe that's easier than me stumbling my way through it. 23? Yeah. <coughs>
1: Do not look forward to being free of alterities. 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 No. Okay. I, I don't know. Others.
0: Okay. Others, yeah, right. You, you could cannot look forward somewhere. to
1: being freed of for that is indeed what cuts you off from vigilant attention to him and that very state he has assigned to you.
0: What are terrors? Alterities, alterities. alterities. Yeah. So uh, yeah, others, yeah, okay. Interestingly, yeah, like that's how the word in Arabic is al um, it's related to غير Which means other Right So Sometimes they use it to refer to everything other than Allah But the way he translates it in the commentary Is actually a little bit different uh, It's similar but a little bit different So he says I'm going to read the commentary Because it's short on this one uh, He says اَيُّهَا الْمُرِيدِ غِيَارْ مِنْهَا مَا بل راقبه فيما تترقب فراغه فإن تأملك للوقت الثاني يمنعك من القيام بحق الوقت الذي أنت فيه والفقير الصادق يكون في كل وقت بحسبه وسئل بعض العارفين متى يستريح الفقير فقال إذا لم يرى وقتا غير الوقت الذي هو فيه الله وقال بعض المفسرين في قوله تعالى والنبل بالشر والخير فتنا أي نختبركم بالشدة والرخاء والصحة والسقم والفقر وقيل بما تحبون وما تكرهون لننظر شكركم في ما تحبون وصبركم في ما تكرهون. Wow, commentary. That's a, that was a good strong paragraph. So he says in the commentary of this one, شيخ ابن مجيد الشنبي الله يرحمه he says do not wait for those things that are I, I, this same concept came up And the other one that said um, uh, what was the one uh, subhanallah i don't know we we covered it already it's not coming right now but um <laughs> it has the same word no the one about uh Uh, No We just covered it Anyways, now I have to find it Because The one about Delaying things until you have time Is from the tricks of the self So this one's similar It's saying don't wait until those things are that are occupying you, don't wait until they go away in order to do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, because if you do that, it will prevent you from being attentive to that which you are in in the moment. SubhanAllah, that's so true. Right. So what he's saying is, you have things that you envision, you plan, you want to do, whatever it is, don't don't make your concern only the f- the future coming of that opportunity to do to do those things that you're thinking about because if you do that it will sever you from your ability to be present and conscious in the moment that he has put you in right now that's what this says again like I said it's it, the language is very similar right to a lot of the things that people say now. Um, so in the commentary he says don't, don't, uh, don't be waiting for the end of those uh, preoccupations So that you can uh, you know, get to that thing that you want in the future Rather um, uh, be attentive to Allah In that thing that you're waiting to go away Like you're waiting for this period to go away So you can do something else Rather be attentive to Allah In this time that you're waiting to leave Focus right now on that because you're hoping for the future time prevents you from fulfilling the obligation of the time that you're in. Um, and and the true impoverished sincere person in their relationship with Allah, they're in every single moment according to that moment, not according to something else. So they're dealing with that moment and in, in the in the obligation and the uh, concern and the need of that moment and because of that some of the righteous people the knowers of God They were asked when does the impoverished and faqir and faqir they use for the person who's like uh, Committed to some sort of spiritual refinement. They call them the faqir the impoverished one because they're the one who has recognized their state in front of Allah and are trying to do something uh, about their relationship with him so they say th- that person is Faqir so they said when, did, when does the some of the people of, of Gnosis the Arifun they were asked when does the Faqir rest and he says uh, and they said in response to that if he sees no time other than the time that he's in he sees no time other than the time that he's in or no moment other than the moment that he or she is in that's how they rest. That's your only chance. Like that's as as long as you're looking for something else, you can't enjoy the moment that you're in. Right. Or even give it its due. And obviously there's a lot of similarity in that. Maybe obviously, maybe not. I use obviously too much. Allah help me. There's a lot there's a lot of similarity in that to some of the stuff that you find around mindfulness and so on and so forth. You know one of these books I was reading on mindfulness The guy was saying that one of the basic trainings that they use is that You wash the dishes and do nothing other than wash the dishes when you're washing the dishes So you're supposed to be washing the dishes and thinking about washing the dishes and the point that the author was making was essentially that If you are not present in any given moment that you're living you actually didn't live that moment so you weren't really there. Like <laughs> you were somewhere else. You didn't really experience what was happening in front of you in that in that given time. You were you were your head was somewhere else. So it was like their exercise was you do the dishes and you only do the dishes. And you eat the orange and you only eat the orange. Right? Like this is this is what I'm doing in this particular moment. I'm gonna give it its proper and if in our in our language, I'm gonna give it its proper muraqaba, its proper attention its proper vigilance, its proper shukr, its gratitude, so on and so forth which is coming up next and that's why some of the scholars of tafsir they said about the verse very important verse in the Quran we test you with bad and good as a trial we test you with bad and good as a trial, both of them are mentioned not just one or the other both of them are trials, meaning we test you with difficulty and ease, with health and sickness, with poverty and wealth. And by that we test you by that which you love and by that which you hate. So that we can see your gratitude in that which you love and your patience in that which you dislike. And this is all in the commentary of that verse. See the person's gratitude in that which they appreciate, they, they love, and their patience in that which is displeasing to them. So this is again in number 23. Don't wait for the time to pass. Hmm. Man. Allah help us. Allah give us tawfiq. Number 24. لا تستغرب وقوة الأكدار ما دمت في هذه الدار. فإنها ما أَبْرَزَتْ إلا ما هو مستحق وصفها وواجب نعتها. SubhanAllah I'm just thinking about Someone who Seems to have Drifted away From from the community At some level Who used to really uh, Appreciate this This hikmah May Allah Bring him or her back And make things easy For him or her I mean So it says Do not be surprised About the Occurrence of Um you know like bad or ugly things or things that are strange or surprising or whatever like don't don't be surprised at whatever happens in this life because all it is doing is showing uh it's uh basically that which is its character <laughs> you know like the nature of this life is that you go through trial and everything is possible and it's going to be like that's the disc- you know all these things are mumkin you know Someone to betray you is possible Someone to fall from favor is possible Someone to be good is possible Someone to be bad is possible Someone to be generous is possible Someone to be stingy is possible Someone to be lazy is possible So all of these things are possible Wealth is possible Poverty is possible Oppression is possible Generosity Everything is possible So when things that are displeasing happen in this life Don't be surprised by it Because it's just expressing itself That's that's what it's here for It's dar al-bala it's the abode of trial so it's showing you things that are going to try you <coughs> uh, so you know uh, Jafar al-Sadiq Radiallahu an Imam Jafar al-Sadiq from the from the imams of Islam very more famous probably in uh To some of our Shia brothers and sisters but also a major figure in Sunni Islam as well Uh, like he was a teacher of Abu Hanifa and Malik some level you know and it's attributed to Abu Hanifa that he had said that if it wasn't for the time that he had spent with Jafar al-Sadiq he would have been destroyed so actually in the books of spirituality and stuff they say that he was Abu Hanifa Sheikh, like he was one of his Sheikhs in a capital Sheen type sense. Um, so obviously Abu Hanifa is who he is, but there was something also to Imam Jafar As-Sadiq um, so it's he said, <coughs> So he said, the one who seeks that which has not been created Will tire themselves and they won't attain what they're looking for. They won't. They won't actually get their sustenance. They won't get the sustenance that they're looking for. And they said, "What's that?" And he said, "Ar rahatu fi dunya," to to take it easy in this life. <laughs> they're not going to find it because you're always going to find something, even when you like go and you relax. You're still going to find something. Uh, so what? Uh, uh, yes, he said, whoever seeks that which has not been created tires themselves and will not attain sustenance. They said, what is that? And he said, Arraha fi dunya, ease in this life. Uh, You know, there's a sobriety Like I said before, like Islamic spirituality There's a sobriety to it And it's, like yeah, people have Sometimes they might make tikkir And and have a good time and enjoy that and stuff But overall there's a sobriety to How people approach life Like it's not uh, It's more along the lines of As I've mentioned before that um, There was like a famous self-help book Back in the day, Road Less Traveled and the first line of the book is, life is difficult. And he's like, basically, if we can agree on this, then uh, we can have the rest of the conversation. But if you don't want to agree on this, forget it. Like, it's just not going <laughs> to... which is the line of poetry that comes up next. It says, you're seeking ease in, a, in an abode of difficulty. And the person who seeks that which does not exist, then they're des- they're they're destroyed. Like it's not going to work for them. I see you're you're looking for something that's not there, in the first place. And I think that that's um man. We're in a tough situation, aren't we? Because uh, in order to manipulate us into buying more stuff, we have to be made to be under the impression that there is actually raha in the dunya. Because otherwise we wouldn't be wanting to buy all these other things. Right? Like there's no reason to buy it. So you have to be your nefs has to be manipulated by this very sophisticated marketing machine. That your nefs must be manipulated to believe that you actually need things that you don't need and that those things will give you that Raha and that ease and this everything else that you're looking for. And they won't. Because there'll be something else. But we're like, no matter how hard we try, we're still subject to that. And like, you know, people—the the the most brilliant minds in the world are are being used to convince us to buy more things. So, Allah help us. Another poet said, "Whoever is looking for a life that is without, like, uh, just completely easy." No difficulties, no challenges, no anxieties, no no all of these things. Then they're seeking something that's impossible. Uh, People uh, oftentimes they don't like to hear that, you know, but it's true. <laughs> and like even if your life has been so um, blessed, alhamdulillah that you haven't experienced any of these really challenging difficulties and hardships and pains and all of that kind of stuff. Like, it's obviously there. I mean, if you open a newspaper, talk to anyone for half an hour, you're going to find that people have been through things, you know. And at least we can, you know, al wa Oh Allah, show us truth as truth and give us the ability to follow it and show us falsehood as falsehood and keep us away from it. Like, at least we have to acknowledge that it's true. Yeah, you're going to have good times too And inshallah How do you find so? And you go back to the one before it So how do you actually find that raha? The only way to find that, that ease Is to be in every single moment As that that is the only moment That is the only moment Then you might find that ease But That doesn't necessarily mean That it's going to be like Without challenges or difficulties Or whatever But you're just going to be a, You're going to um, Take them in stride so to speak Know. Uh, may Allah help us. Question.
1: Yes. How does that work in relation to like setting goals for yourself in terms of where you want to be in life and how you're trying to kind of work towards a specific thing?
0: Um. I mean, that can be part of your moment. Is that you? You know, w- we do have to. Plan like we we do live in the world we we do have to plan, and I could be in a moment where I'm recognizing that I need to make certain plans. But I, you know, as as you said in the beginning, like how do you do that tadbir, and it doesn't go too far? How do you do that planning and thinking about life and so on and so forth, and doesn't go too far? Is to make sure that every act of tadbir is carried with tafwid. That every act of planning and Organizing and so on is Accompanied with completely turning it over to Allah So that's That's like the way that you're going to do it You know, I I think it's also helpful To consider Like What is Like make sure everything fits into the Umbrella of overarching goals So the overarching goal is to know God, that's that is the if you want, like goal setting for, li- for life is Ibn Abbas anhum, commentary on That I didn't create the jinn and the humans to, for anything other than to worship me And Ibn Abbas anhum, he said that, that that actually means to know him That Allah created every th- human being so that they can know him So this is the overarching goal is to know God and in my assessment of my current state and what I need to do and so on and so forth I may attempt to take a particular path as long as I put that path under the goal of knowing God Then it's c- it helps because uh, you know, it's not actually about that particular goal like I- every it's like uh, إِذَا us bottle and الْفَرْءِ They say in, in the fiqh that if the foundation is broken, then everything that comes from it is broken. So the foundation has to be the overarching goal of my existence is to know God. Every other goal that I set after that, if that foundation is there and every goal is connected to that foundation, then, you know, it may come, it may not come, I might have to change it, I might have to work with it, whatever it might be, but it's going in that direction, you know. May come, it may not come I may look at it and be like Well, I guess that that was actually not a pr- probably w- That probably wasn't what's going to work for me I uh, you know a brother who's Going through some challenges And um, he said something really amazing I thought, may Allah help him And open up doors for him Because of the way he was thinking about it But there was like a particular route That he was trying to go down Trying to not give it away And he um, it was basically like slammed in his face, that 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 route is not going to happen, and he was putting most of his eggs in that basket at this point for him and his family and so on, and uh, he was like, well, I guess Allah made that one really clear, <laughs> like that's not the route that I'm supposed to go down, and so n- he's like, but now I have to figure out what, like, I don't know what the other what else I'm going to do, right? But at least I know that's not the one, so you know. The highway eventually, take the route eventually leads to the ultimate goal. Does that help? 25, you're welcome, you're very welcome. He answered you already. (laughs) He answered you. Subhanallah. ما توقف أن تطالبه بربك ولا تيسر أن تطالبه بنفسك بربك وبنفسك. I like this one. This is it's it's beautiful. Says that um, how did they trans how did they translate this? Because uh, you know. Uh,
1: no search pursued with the help of your Lord remains at a standstill, but any search pursued by yourself will not be fruitful. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's good. I like the first half better than the second half, but that's good. Will not be fruitful, will not be facilitated. I might say yes sir, it won't be it won't be facilitated for you. So anything anything that you're seeking through your Lord, it 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 won't come to a standstill. And anything that you're seeking through yourself, then it won't be facilitated. It will be difficult. Uh
1: Mm. Arabic
0: is so remarkable the way these people use it i don't know how to explain it it's just uh, even in the c- the commentary like ibn al language is, is remarkable but the commentary is also i mean أي ما تعصر مطلب من مطالب الدنيا والآخرة أن تطالبه بربك أي بالاعتماد عليه والتوصل إليه إلي فمتى انزنت حوائجك بما به فقد تمسكت بأقوى سبب وفزت بقضائها من أفضاله بغير تعب وما يتوكل على الله فهو حسبه ومعنى قوله ولا تيسر مطلب أن تطالبه بنفسك <laughs> it's just beautiful. Like you're just you know, saying like anything that you're seeking by your Lord in this life and the next with complete dependence upon Him and turning towards Him for help it, it, will, it will not be difficult. So whenever you put your needs in front of the strongest of causes, which is Allah, right? His, you put your needs in front of the one who is in charge of everything. Then you you succeed with His qada. It's not necessarily that you get what you want, but whatever He's decreed, you succeeded with it because you put you put your you put your emphasis in the right place without any without, you with with the passing of His generosity and His blessings and His gifts without any difficulties, without any tiredness because whoever depends on Allah then he is sufficient for them the verse from the quran you know so it's, it's just uh, ibn ata says later in one of the hikam he says that ibarat qutun li that these like spiritual statements and phrases they are the food for the for the family of listeners and he refers to like the people who are trying to gain in their relationship with Allah they listen Know, they're listening, they're trying to hear these really powerful things from these amazing spiritual masters of the past, and for them that's their food, like that's that's more important to them than anything else, that's just you know, a'ilatul <laughs> Mustamiin. that they're uh, th- th- it's literally like the family of listeners he calls the, the believers the family of listeners you know, or uh, anyways that's your answer, Zawar. Twenty five is your answer. Twenty six. <laughs> c- uh, the sign from the sign of success in the end is to turn to Allah in the beginning. From the sign of success in the end is to turn to Allah in the beginning pretty straightforward, right? Mm. From the sign of success in the in the end is to say Bismillah in the beginning. You know that they have they do it for the Allah and they depend upon Allah and their their emphasis is there and they put it in front of Him and so on and so forth. Some of the people of knowledge they said, "Man in this is a heavy one actually one time when I taught this on this statement after I translated it, I'll tell you the story this later this lady said it was amazing she said so this is a statement of the people the knowers it says whoever thinks that they're going to get to Allah by other than Allah they will be cut off whoever thinks they're gonna get they're gonna they uh, are going to get they are going to It's it's hard. The challenge in the translation is getting to Allah. Has to do with connecting, and cutting. So whoever thinks they're going to get connected to Allah by something other than Allah, they'll be cut off from Allah. They'll be cut off from Allah. And whoever seeks aid in worshiping Allah through themselves, then they'll be left to themselves. Whoever seeks aid in worshiping Allah through themselves, they'll be left to themselves. So it's not just like. Yeah, it's that yeah, I need to sleep earlier and I need to do these things and so on and so forth and everything else and I take necessary steps But don't think that it's just you take the necessary steps and so say you have to actually rely on Allah too So this lady was telling the story She said she was I, I forget why she did it, but basically she was uh, She was having a hard time waking up for fajr She tried everything you yeah. know, This is why she said the story She said, I tried everything Set the alarms, multiple alarms Sleep early, change the food, do this, that Put the alarm far, you have to get up and move it Nothing was working every time she was missing Fajr She said, finally I sat down, I said, Ya Allah Please help me to wake up for Fajr She said, as soon as I did that I started to wake up for Fajr But I wouldn't pray it <laughs> <laughs> She's like, 'Cause she made dua to wake up for the time. She didn't make dua to pray the prayer. Subhanallah. Like she this is actual like late she was we were sitting in the masjid, we were reading this book and she she told this story. She's like, so I would I started to wake up over and over and over again for Fajr time. But I wasn't able to pray Fajr. Like I'd wake up and I'd be laying there and I couldn't get the willpower to get out of bed and so on and so forth. And then she said, and finally I realized that I need to make dua not only to wake up, but to be able to pray. And after that I didn't have the issue anymore. I was like, subhanAllah. That's ajeeb. Walillahi fi سُنَعَتِهِ ajab Allah has ajib things in His creation. SubhanAllah. So that's uh, the sign of turning to Allah. The success in the end is turning to Allah in the beginning. So whoever thinks they're going to get to Allah but other than Allah, they're not getting there. Whoever thinks that they're going to have help in worshipping Allah by themselves, like just through their their own actions and their own will and everything else, then they'll be left to themselves. And it might last for a while but eventually it's going to break down. right? And um, you know, probably without getting into too many details, I, th- I think that I can testify to this one, too. You know. Like, you know, it, our materialism runs deep. It runs deeper than we think. And that materialism manifests its way itself in very interesting ways, oftentimes in the ways of productivity and intelligence and all of these kind of things. And we think that, like, we're going to do it. And you're not going to get anywhere in your relationship with Allah unless you realize that you're not going to do it He's going to do it. That's the only way that it's going to happen And anything else is delusion and it might show up sooner It might show up later The consequences of it might show up sooner It might show up later, but it's still delusion It's still kind of like maybe to use It's still almost like a, a type of narcissism like I and and it deludes you. The scary thing about narcissism is that it 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 deludes you. Like you, you think you understood, and you're like as blind as as blind as anything. It's help us.
1: Man <laughs> أشرقت
0: أشرقت twenty seven. It's related to twenty six. Um... It. Uh, it's this one is very famously quoted. Like you hear it all the time, the shiur when they're giving lectures and stuff. They always. You always hear it. The one whose uh, beginning is illuminated, their end will be illuminated. So like you know same thing. If they start with the right reason, they start in the right way, they do it and so on, then they'll they'll get that in the end. That's what that's what it'll come to. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read you his commentary Because he takes it a little bit deeper Even though it's only three lines God, I need to review grammar My brain is gone right now Which one takes the It's the Jem dhakka جم <laughs> so Okay, anyways. Men Amara O'Katahufi Hadi Sunuki be and why taati when Mulazum Auradi, a shrakat nihaya to who be if it's anwadi when Muradi wa emma the So he says the one who brings life to their time so they, they they give life to their time, and, and their life, in a sense, and during their days of effort. So uh, oftentimes in the, in the works of spirituality, there's this idea of like, there's a part of your journey where you really have to put in work. And there's a part of your journey where you still have to put in work, but you actually like, at some level, bear the, f- bear the fruits of it. You taste things in your relationship with Allah that you wouldn't taste had you not put in that work. So eventually, a, a, you know, some some people, they get there. Some people, they just work. Um, and that's okay, because it's all about Allah in the end, right? It's not about anything else. So the person who fills their time <coughs> during their travel, during their journey, with the different kinds of worship and being consistent in their awrad, things that they read in the morning, in the evening, the dhikr liq- that they make, so on and so forth, then in the end, their... Um, They'll experience like what it really means to know Allah And their heart will be filled with light And so on and so forth And they'll get what they were hoping for And as for the one who didn't really work hard in the beginning Then in the end they're not going to get that much Like they, they might get something But they're just not going to get it um, You know It's a general rule again that people don't want to accept anymore Which is that Hard work pays Like you know no pain no gain You're not going to get it It doesn't just f- You know you have to work yeah, and then Inshallah will have its have its consequences. Inshallah, by the aid of Allah. Twenty-eight. مستودع في غيب الصراير ظهر في شهادة الظواهر. So this says that uh, that which is deposited this is my translation that which is deposited in the hidden realms of the secret sarair, the secret the internal secrets uh, manifests itself in the witnessing of the l- of the appearance or the limbs um, How did they translate this one?
1: <coughs> Whatever is deposited in the invisible world of innermost hearts is manifested in the
0: visible world as phenomena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The poet said: "Dala'in dala'in hub la taqfa' ala ahdin, khamil al-miski la yaqfa' idha abiqa." Says that the, the indications of love are not hidden from anyone. Just like the person who's um, like taking misc or perfume they uh, they can't hide from the people when they run away (laughs) because like there's a trace behind them (laughs) (laughs) and the trace of the smell is following them you can't you can't they can't hide away so the person the signs of the love they they show for anyone Um, this one's really I think really profound you it's saying, like, whatever you put inside of you is going to show up on your actions.
1: That's what Ray always says, in the heart, he says that the vessel only spills what's inside of it.
0: The vessel only spills what's inside of it, yep. Yeah. Each person can only give what they have. And th- there's multiple sides to this. Like, the, the one who doesn't have something can't give it, you know. that's why i always tell you you all that i'm just reading this i don't actually have this like this is we're we're reading it because it's agreed upon reality of islamic spirituality and their important concepts that we should know and so on and so forth but don't think like i'm the one to be able to give you the reality of these things to show you the reality of these things what they actually look like and we can explain them maybe you know uh, but can only give what you have. You can only pour out what you contain, you know. Um, SubhanAllah. So, it says that whatever is deposited in the inside is going to show on the outside. So this is like they say that the heart and the tongue are very closely related. That uh, You know, the tongue is like the translator of the heart. That whatever is in, in the heart, it's going to eventually come out on the tongue. And, uh, you know, so being quiet sometimes helps us to have the opportunity to work through some of those things that might be in the heart so that at least we're not as accountable for them once we start talking but it doesn't change it like it it has the work has to actually happen Um, sometimes there's there's been people i've been around them uh, where both sides where they're really quiet and then when they talk you're like oh in a good way, and oh, in a bad way, <laughs> like, like, oh, that was, what was going on in there, so, like, those are not really good things, but someone else might, they're quiet, and then the stuff that comes out, you're like, subhanAllah, that's really profound, and beautiful, and amazing, and but whatever we're putting inside is what's, what's going to come out, um, and that's really, you know, like, the idea of intention, and each person will have what they intended, Is related to this. Like when I intend things, I'm putting those in my heart. And they're, and they're going to have some... It's not just on our limbs. Like on our limbs is part of it. But shahadat al is the phenomenon of the world. Like the things that happen around us and exist around us. It's going to show up there. So, you know, just having the intention actually changes the world around us. So making good intentions changes the world around us. has an effect. Uh, wanting to do good things has an effect. And you're going to see it in the world around you. It might, uh, it might result in some sort of facilitation, you know. It might result in something changing, something opening up, just because the inside was fixed. And actually, um, it's, it's I don't know if it's making sense, but somehow I've seen this many times with people that you've talked to them. Or like something's going on with them inside. They're perceiving something in a particular way or something like that or whatever it might be and over time they adjust it and When they adjust it the world around them actually changes like the the stuff that was wasn't coming to them starts to come the stuff that they were you know even sometimes. It's that you want the thing too much So it doesn't come Because Allah is teaching you to want him instead of to want that thing And then when you finally let go of wanting that thing then the thing comes because the inside was changed, it, it manifests in the outside. Or the opposite. You, you wanted that thing too much, so then the outside, that was what was inside, so the outside didn't actually give you that thing. There's all kinds of stuff that happens uh, in the world, but basically we should focus on good intentions. And, and we should pay attention to what we put inside of ourselves. Um, you know. In the commentary, um, so he says that men are daa be can be he marifatulahi, mahabbata. Walam tadahur Allah though hirihi thamarat, the alika mina laj be the وَالْمُسَارَاعَةِ إلى اتَّبَاعِ أَمْرِهِ وَالْفِرَارِ مِنَ الْقَوَاطِعِ الشَّاغِلَةِ عَنْهُ وَالْإِدْرَابِ عَنَ الْوَسَائِطِ الْمُبْعِيدَةِ مِنْهُ فَهُوَ كَذَّابٌ فِي دَعْوَاهُ مُتَّخِذُ إِلَاهَهُ هَوَاهُ That's a strong statement. So he says that the person who claims, and we've talked about before this issue of making claims, Generally speaking if someone's making a claim about their closeness to Allah uh, Their claim is the evidence against them not for them Because the people of Allah do not make such claims um, Someone asked last time that came up like is there you know, is it necessarily the case? You know, maybe there's exceptions to that, but generally speaking it's not a good sign someone's claiming these type of things. I've met like really really remarkable people who have said basically uh, all these people they come to me and they try to learn from me and they Say all these nice things about me and he's like, but they don't know that I don't actually have anything <laughs> 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 Like they think I'm this because of like, you know my family and this and that but I don't actually have anything, you know <laughs> it's like full sincerity Full disclosure, I don't have anything. That's what he actually thinks, and you know the reality is something else. Even though, you know, but that out of his humility is not to be like, yeah, actually, I have all these things. And mashallah, it's amazing as so well. He's like, no, actually, I don't have anything. It's all Allah. If there's anything, it's Allah. It's not me. It has nothing to do with me. Because look at me, I'm nothing, right? So there's like that humility. So he says, whoever claims that they have knowledge of Allah in their heart and His love. That d- and the fruits of that don't show up on their limbs with things such as being consistent and um, like uh, attentive in dhikr. Like when they make dhikr, it's really like means something to them. Or uh, rushing to follow the commands of Allah or fleeing from those things that will cut them off from Allah. Uh then you know if if they're not doing those things and those things aren't showing up, then they're they're liar they're lying about their claim and their their is actually their desires. Mm-hmm. Listen, they're they're making claims and the claim is not you know it doesn't have its it doesn't have its basis. It's strong. Sometimes the things need to be strong. Uh, okay. Kind of talked about this one before. Um, So we'll attempt it again. <coughs> so it says in 29, Shatana Bena, Menyestadillo be bihi oh, Yestadillo are they. And Mustadillo be he, Arafel Hakani, Ahni, where Ethbet and Umrahman would Judy Aslihi. Well, Estadlanu are they him and Adam Illa, Femeta, Raba had to alayh. ومتبعدة حتى تكون الآثار هي التي So he says, what a difference there is between the one who uh, <coughs> uh, uh, between the one who derives the existence of God. Versus deriving the existence of things from God the one who derives uh, uh, Or you know or vice ver- vice versa actually so Actually, why don't you just read the translation because I'm gonna butcher this and everyone's gonna get lost and you get tired and stuff because I don't You know they spend time translating it might as well benefit and then if I don't <laughs> like it <laughs> I'll mention that mm.
1: <coughs> What a difference between one who proceeds from God in his argumentation and one who proceeds inferentially to him. He who has him as his starting point knows the real as it is. The real is capitalized. Mm -hmm. And proves any matter by reference to the being of its origin. Being an origin or capitalized. Uh, But inferential argumentation comes from the absence of union with him. Otherwise, (coughs) when was it that he became absent? that one has to proceed inferentially to him or when was it that he became distant? The created things themselves will unite us to him.
0: Yeah. I like how they did that in the beginning. That was nice. <laughs> so again, the concept is that is it that I use all of the created things to derive the existence of God? Or is it that I know the existence of God, and so I believe that these created things are real and true, They're, they actually exist. And <coughs> the one who starts f- with God has put things in their proper order and established things as they are. Uh, and the one who uses the created things to take them to God, that's because they were away from God in the first place and if not then where was he such that he needed to be found basically where 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 was god such that you needed to find him like <laughs> that means you were away from him in the first place and when was he distant such that these created things had to be the things that we have we need to get to him subhanahu wa ta'ala so we we talked about that before in the light of kind of like this idea of the necessary existence of god and knowing god you know and i, I think that we We grew up in the West around a lot of skepticism and a lot of disbelief and stuff so uh, This might even be a little bit Strange to us, but I remember the story that I tell all the time that one morning I was in in masjid in Egypt for Fajr and I had gotten there early um, and I was sitting there in like the front reading Quran, and a lot of people were there early because the the qari of that masjid, mashallah, read very beautifully, so a lot of people would come early and stuff. So we're we're sitting there reading Quran, and then this guy um, this guy next to me taps me, and he's like, <coughs> "When is the iqamah I don't remember how he said it. How would you say that in Masri? Salah like something like that, right? I don't I didn't I didn't really know much Amia then. So he tells me when is the when's the salat starting? So I tell him like it's on the board probably like a couple more minutes. And he just looks at me and he's like Dmin Fein Like all of a sudden where are you from? I'm like, I'm from America. And he's like America And he's like Muslim? <laughs> I'm like no, I'm sitting next to you <laughs> for the last ten minutes reading Quran at Fudger time. <laughs> like, what else am I gonna be? Maybe I guess you could be an agent, but I'm gonna tell you at that point. If I'm that committed to my cause, I'm gonna tell you. So, I'm like yeah, Muslim, and he's like, uh, he's like type, uh, y- were you always a Muslim? I told him no, and then he said, uh, he's like, so what did you believe in? I said I didn't believe in anything. And he just, c- he couldn't understand Like he, he was kind of like a country guy, you know, Benedict. Shwaya. He couldn't get it, like he, he looked at me and he was like He was just like, Zay <laughs> Like completely, like what do you mean he didn't believe in anything how, c- how can you, like there's people who don't believe in anything Like he couldn't actually comprehend it And then afterwards, he was like, (laughs) and then I was like, yeah, you know, that's just the way it is. It's America, (laughs) yeah, what are you gonna do? You find crazy things in America. And then he's like, uh, and then his second question, which is also interesting, was like, so then what did you write on your ID card? Because in, in Masada like your religion is on your ID card like Muslim or Masihi There's only two choices really <laughs> Like you're, you're one of the two So he's like so what is on your ID card I was like no we don't have that on our ID cards in America Like it's uh, your religion is not part of your identity Basically it, And like that's It, it was like I, I wonder what his Fajr was like You know <laughs> <So> <laughs> He was completely Couldn't get it right But there's this That's like someone who God is so close that he, I'm, I don't need all these things to prove to me that God exists. Like I know God exists, because what else is there? This, it's absolutely clear and real and manifest to me. I don't have any questions about that. You know, so some of these people are. It's amazing. It's amazing when you see stuff like that. You know, especially when you come from the opposite. Uh, but that's basically what he's saying. <coughs> Uh, then in 30, he says I'm going to break in time to pray, Asha Since we didn't do that before Maybe we'll just do 30 and then we'll stop سَاعَةٍ مِّنْ سَاعَةٍ أَلْوَاصِلُونَ Hmm I'm trying to figure out exactly what he means by this, but Uh, and the commentary is kind of brief
1: Is 30 and 31 connected? Mm-hmm. Just, just in the relation that they're both about traversing to a law, but kind of... I mean,
0: everything is related at some level, but 32 uh, is one of my favorites, by the way. Uh, but we'll come back to 30. 32 says basically that you should be, you should be more worried about what's going on inside of you than the miracles that you don't know about. Like... Focus on what is actually in front of you. <laughs> What's in front of you is all the problems you have inside, not all these things from, like, the unseen world and miraculous things and so on. We'll get to that. 32. Thirty is... Um, uh, basically, it's saying that... Um, that each person can give to others based on... What they have, again, which is the concept that we've said. So, sa'atin min sa'ati is saying, alwasiluna ilay. So, uh, they they distinguish between what I had said a, f- a few minutes ago, alwasilun A sa'irun are those who are traversing the path. And alwasilun are those who have arrived. So, the ones who are traversing the path, they have the difficulty of, of, of travel. And the ones who have arrived, they've arrived at something in their relationship with Allah. Um, that's really profound and amazing and so on. So each of them gives according to what they have. Though the one who is rusa, the one who's is lusa is the one who has an expanse. They have much t- they have they have so much to give. Those are the Wasilun. They can give whatever they can give from the knowledge and the understanding and uh, they can you feed. They can give the floods of what they have upon they can give that to others uh, based on what Allah has given them and they can you know experience life as it is and so on and so forth but those who have less women is the one who their risk has it's it's been constricted at some level they also can give but they give according to what they have um, and that's you know that's basically what he says in the commentary. So each one gives according to what they have And each person has different things And one of them maybe is like uh, More advanced in a sense on the path than the other one But uh, no one no one is uh, I think something that is hard to swallow for a lot of people Which came up last time now that I'm saying this advanced thing Is that no one is masoom other than the Prophet them? No one and and what that means is that no one is masum other than the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Nobody is infallible other than the Prophet sallallahu alaihi Nobody is without the possibility of sin, nobody is without the possibility of mistake, nobody is without the possibility of uh, you know being tried or going through some sort of tribulation in their in their deen, not just like in their dunya but in their deen. And That's a really important principle to understand. It's really tough sometimes because you're like you look up to People and you look like wow these people are incredible and you really believe they have something special in their relationship with Allah And that could be true or that could be false, but even if it's true Nothing is guaranteed and so always 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 the Sharia has to be in front of our eyes That's why I'm saying it always the Sharia has to be in front of our eyes even if it's like The person who's agreed upon. All of the most amazing people you've ever met in your life have agreed that this person is absolutely incredible with their relationship with Allah. And they've seen this person have their dua answered over and over and over again. And they've seen miracles come from this person's hand. and All of these type of things. And even with all of that, they're not the Prophet ﷺ. And it could be that shaitan tries them or their nafs tries them and they fall. It could be. And shaitan will take people out in whatever place that he can. He'll take them out at the top, he'll take them out at the bottom, whatever it is. That's why they said about, I think it was, uh, I think it was Imam Ahmed that they said about him when he was dying. That shaitan came to him and told him, like, you made it, you made it, you know, it's all good, like, no word. And he's all, la! <laughs> like, they were saying, la, la, la. he's like, <laughs> and he said that, and they were like, what are you saying? <laughs> he was rejecting the shahada And he was like, no, I'm rejecting Shaitan. Shaitan's telling me that I'm, I'm, fa- I'm saved, I'm not saved, I'm not dead yet Like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen in the end Like, I don't, nothing's guaranteed, right, so um, You know, when We just have to keep this in mind always May Allah protect us Allah protects us and that doesn't mean you can't benefit from people but we benefit from people everyone is under the banner of the Prophet on Allah who are they nobody gets to outstep outstep outside of the framework of the prophets on Alaihi who are they them because that's who the ultimate allegiance is to. So if someone no matter how great they are, if they if they stray off the path of the Prophet on Allah who are they them then they stray off the path and may Allah bring them back. And may he keep us straight, inshaAllah, ameen Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala wa sallam alhamdulillah Any comments or questions or anything people have?